Welcome to the Reconnecting to Joy podcast, where we inspire you to embrace a new way of being by helping you reconnect to the joy within you and the world around you. I hope today's episode helps you remember the light you are. Let's get connected. Hello, hello. Okay, today I want to talk about something that's maybe going to be a little bit uncomfortable and it's a little controversial right now, but I think it's a really important thing to consider. And I'm not going to say that the way I'm thinking about this is the right or correct way, but it is a thought that I'm having and I wanted to share it with you just to kind of inspire some different thinking, some new perspectives, because I think that could be helpful in this particular issue. So you're probably aware that, you know, mental health is becoming a little less stigmatized. You know, we can say, I take medication for my ADHD or anxiety or depression, and it might not feel super comfortable or normalized yet, but it definitely is more so than it was in the past. And that is amazing. It's amazing to be able to talk more freely about your mental health challenges. And there's obviously some progress to be made there. But there is a side of it that I think we might be losing out on an opportunity for connection and healing on. And that is this idea that we are allowed to have mental health issues and grow. But we often, I'm going to say otherize, the people in our own lives who are doing things because of their own mental health issues. And so, you know, people talk about their parents being narcissists or this or that and how they're so terrible because of it. But I'm not going to talk about myself like I'm terrible because of my own mental health issues. And you don't hear people talking about themselves being so terrible because of mental health issues. And I think this is where our disconnect is happening is we're giving ourselves all of this space and compassion to heal from trauma and work on our our different issues that we have but we're not always extending that same compassion to others whether it's someone you know or someone you don't know and i think we're really really missing out here and i think it's it's going to cause the opposite effect that we are hoping that it does because Hate and anger has only ever created more hate and anger. And I just want to give like a couple examples of this. So let's take men, for example. Hating men in general and saying men suck and men are the worst. I hate collective terms like that. And I do still say this sometimes, but I have been starting to make a conscious effort to stop saying things like that, especially about men, because I don't see how it's helpful to talk about 
another group of people that way. And even if they have done bad things, I feel like it's, again, like it's otherizing them. And I know that's like not really a word, but it's creating an us versus them mentality. And we're, we as women are so full of light and community and we support each other just for being women. And that support has allowed women to start feeling better about themselves. We've started the body positivity movement and we have started, you know, all of this self-love and that is what has allowed us to grow and transform even as a collective. And we're kind of leaving men behind in that when we could be taking them with us and allowing them and giving them permission to improve and be better and recognize where they're at and and make those strides. And so instead of attacking them and saying that they're the worst and pointing out all these terrible things that they do, we could just show them what it could be like, extend them that love, extend that, give them that permission to be and show those feminine sides of themselves. That is what we are meant to do is we are meant to do our own healing and through that, show others what healing can look like for them. And this makes it harder when we're constantly bashing them. I am not saying that a lot of men have not and are not doing things to harm women. I just think the language that we use about whole groups of people and this idea of otherizing ourselves from them and this idea that they can't improve themselves is a little bit harsh and not conducive to healing and growth for anybody. Another example that I talked a little bit about is like people who have hurt you. We're not extending that understanding and compassion and love to the people who have hurt you. And so whether it was your parents or a partner who have, you know, acted out in ways because of their mental health, we're not looking at them as people who have mental health issues. We're kind of looking at them and labeling them as monsters, as almost non-human the way that we're talking about them and again I don't think that this is conducive to any sort of healing or growth for anybody this isn't to say that you're responsible for anybody's healing or that you should keep somebody in your life if they're hurting you or that you have to keep allowing that behavior to happen I'm not saying any of that all I'm saying is that if we could take a step back and look at that behavior for what it is, look at it as fear and anger and sadness and the mental health issues that it is, maybe we could not only lift some burden off of us, but we could lift some burden off of them, not just in the language we talk about them, in the language that we talk to them with, in the way, way that we talk to them. And that is, again, if, if you do want to talk about them, but let's not pretend like they're not also going through mental health issues. They are, and it is their responsibility to fix it. But it's also 
I think, harming yourself for you to view them as other or as a monster or as anything but a human that is trying their best. And that doesn't mean you have to forgive them. This isn't saying how you have to handle that situation. But how would it feel for you? How healing is that for you to realize this other person who has hurt you isn't doing it because they're a bad person, but because they're a hurt person, because they're someone who needs some healing. And for me, that creates lightness in my body. It, it, it lets go of this burden of me thinking that I'm bad because I came from people who are bad. It's just, it opens up a huge layer of lightness that you can start to discover when you stop seeing people who hurt you as these monsters. And I know this can be hard depending on what they've done and especially when they're not choosing to seek any kind of treatment and they're not on a personal growth journey. Again, it's not your job to fix them, to heal them, to be responsible for how they handle their mental health. I just think if we could fix our viewpoint on how we see them and how we talk about them, it would open up this opportunity for healing more than pointing fingers and pasting labels on people is doing and would do. Because again, I think that creates an us versus them mentality, which isn't exactly bridging any gaps. That doesn't exactly invite this feeling of healing and acceptance and love that sometimes people need to feel in order to have the courage to start that healing journey. And I think if we do start viewing them in this other light, it really would not only heal us, but it would open up doors for them as well. And this isn't going to be in every case, but I think as a collective, if we started changing the narrative around people who hurt us from they're this monster and blah, 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 yes, they did bad things, but obviously they have some things they need to work through. And what would happen to our society if we started viewing people who did quote-unquote bad things as people who just needed more help, people who just needed love. And I know that there is communities in the world who, when you do something bad, they shower you in love and say, what's wrong? Why are you feeling like you need to do these things? And again, that's not always a realistic like response to everything that happens to people right now like that doesn't mean you should be close but as a collective in our society if we all viewed at a from a wide high above angle people who are hurt as people who need healing people who need more love what would that do what would that do for our prison system we would have more i think rehabilitation centers rather than just punishment we would have more mental health resources. We, I think, would create a higher vibration, a higher base level of vibration for everybody, which improves the lifestyle for literally everybody in the world. And so while it might be hard to do this for the person who has hurt you, maybe we can start doing it for other people 
who aren't so connected to us. Because I, I honestly have been doing that. There was unfortunately a shooting at the university three miles down the road from me. And of course, it's a, it's a horrendous thing. And some students unfortunately lost their lives. And it is tragic. It is tragic. And while I heard the news and while I, you know, listened to the police scanner while it was happening and after the aftermath, I started thinking, I started feeling bad for the shooter. I really did because I believe that if any human, if one person is capable of one thing, that means I'm capable of that same thing. And usually this pertains to you know, things that I want to do. Like if this person can travel the world all the time, I can travel the world. Or if this person can run a marathon, I can run a marathon. Because I don't think we are inherently, like, I don't think one person's more capable of something than another. And I view other people doing things as proof that I can also do it. But because of the duality of humanity, I also have to recognize that if people can do good things, that to me also means that I could do the bad things that people do. And so when I see things like this, I tend to think, how hurt would I have to be in order to do something like that? What kind of mental and physical and emotional state would I have to be in in order to do something so horrific? And if I put myself in that place... I don't even honestly let myself go that deep, but I know it has to be really, really bad. Like, really bad that I can't even imagine it. And I've always been an empathetic person, so maybe that's why this way of thinking is a little more accessible to me. But I think if we started viewing things this way, and we started thinking more us rather than other, it could really lead to a lot of change in the world. So, again, I just want to reiterate, I'm not encouraging anybody to, like, stay in an abusive relationship, whether that's romantic or friendship or with their parents. I'm not saying you're responsible for anybody's healing because you are not. This is simply to offer another perspective that we might start to consider in these mental health issues. So that's it. Let me know what you think about this. I want to know really what your thoughts are. I know this is a little controversial. And if this is the first time you've heard something like this, it might be very like jarring. But I think there's there could be a lot of benefit to some discussion around it at the very least. So thank you for listening. And Hopefully this inspires us to just look at people in general with a little more love. Thank you so much for listening to the Reconnecting to Joy podcast today. I really hope it inspired you to embrace a more fun, focused way of being. Uh, If you know me, you know that I love just having fun 24-7 and it's something that I really want to share with other people. 
So if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and share this with all of your friends so that they can start reconnecting to their joy too. I'll see you next week.